inside, I was already flipping furniture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was that's like, good, though. I mean, I... If you could vision, if you could envision you yeah. flipping furniture. Yeah. That's half, the, that's, that's half the fun, though, is imagining how much fun it would be to throw a table and not doing it. You have to clean up. Yeah. It's perfect. I actually feel like... Once you get past it, like, it's one of those things, like, the minute you do, you're like, oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah. Throw a table? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, it's not even over flipped, and you're just like, nope, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Machines Game Club Podcast, where you are the listener. This episode 121, I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro, and joining me today... Two free fallen fellas whose boots were made for two things walking and falling. Stepping on ghoulies. Oh. <laughs> Dave Grimma. That's me. And, and I'm free fallen. Free fallen. That's right. That's how I want to introduce myself today. Isn't that the song in Jerry Maguire? He sings like he loses it in the car. And he like really. I've never the seen song. that movie. Or I have. And I've yeah. seen it like once. It, it wasn't that memorable to me. Wow! I didn't Twofer. think there would be so much Jerry Maguire shade. No, it's no okay. shade. I just saw an okay money movie. Back to the Future I'm existed. <laughs> Show me the money. Dave just said no. the thing, right? Show yeah. me the money. Me the I've money. seen the movie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's a good. Moment. You had me at it's hello. You had me at hello is a great scene. But Dave only needs to know them in in. in... It's all about that scene when Cuba Gooding Jr. gets back up. And he's like, yeah, let, let me enjoy this. <laughs> you, you are... See, for, a, for a movie that was so forgettable. Verbatim quoting Jeremy Maguire right now. <laughs> what team did he play for? Arizona? Who? I think it was a Cardinal? I don't I think know. It was a Cardinal. The Arizona Cardinals think, is the Was team. it a real team that he's on? I think he That's is. a baseball team. Wait, the Arizona Diamondbacks? Like, that's the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Thank you. The, uh, come on, Daniel. I liked baseball <laughs> for a long time. I haven't been keeping up, but I know they didn't delete teams. There's too many games in baseball. That's why I never could ever take it seriously. Uh, and like it's going to baseball. Like, how can you how can you take it seriously that they lost this one game? Like, oh, yeah. they're never going to make oh, up that. Oh, no. <laughs> we only have 181 more of these. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> what are we going to do? All right, you win so the next sweet. one. Whatever. <laughs> now you have to win two. You literally play more days than you don't. <laughs> Just think about it. Incredible. Anyway, we're talking about baseball because we played down right. a while. No, but this is the, the day game. that lead pitcher was pitching. <laughs> and that's he's fourth in the he, rotation. He's supposed to win those games. Oh, I'm know. sorry. Why dude, did we? Why did we draft him? That's my favorite thing about baseball fans that are. Or, why did we draft? No, him? actually, sports fans who claim to be part of the decision-making process that a team does when they trade. Yeah, it's part of the. Uh, why? Did, why did we have him? Why did we do this transaction? It's like you didn't. Yeah, they did. You are watching them they do did. it. But, <laughs> but it, it's it a thing. The, yeah. It's the collective. It's we. a thing. It is the the community. Yeah. We don't it's need like, him. You wouldn't know what thing. Well, either, either it's a we we won we lost or it's not. So either okay. if you're gonna say we won, then you're gonna start feeling like you're there's a part of ownership. And that's that's fine if that's they how invest, you want to become invested. When a team blows it, I don't think we blew. They, I say they, they lost. It. Not we me. Won. We won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no, about right. you you uh, stood there cheering. Right. They won. <laughs> I, maybe he heard me that one moment when it was a little quieter, and I yelled "Go!" and he heard me. And but then, no, but you're in the game. You built the atmosphere. Right. Man, they're feeling it. Not to bring it down, but remember sporting events. I remember sporting I remember events. Sporting events. <laughs> I remember 
being so into hockey and Hockey's so great. and so into the Islanders that I would like be like not only like being there, mm-hmm. you know, in this in the stadium at the rink, whatever, and like not only yelling the individual players' names, but even like the nicknames that you know that mm. they call each other, like. Like, like that was like, so I think yeah, you heard. yeah, Oki, do it. <laughs> like, like, is that my cousin? Like, that's what my third grade teacher used to call me. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Well, speaking of third grade teachers, Dave, how are you? <laughs> okay, I, I could see it. Teacher. I could see it. You see it? I could see it. Is that what I look it. like right now? Today, history slams the book down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's ingest it. But yeah. So, tell us how I'll are be you? A science teacher. I'm okay. I science. Been, uh, digesting, ingesting, oh. so much, uh, Dimension Twenty like live oh D and D play like 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 I've been consuming it like it's my job, like it whoa like I just it's like what's been mis- your job, missing though, from my diet. No, I mean I've I've been <laughs> if anything his job is benefiting because he's yeah. like able to zone out with it on and he's like yeah. work that's pretty yeah. good. So tell us. Well, what is it about it? I don't. I, so... I well. I think that it makes first off I've always enjoyed enjoyed uh watching D and D be played in, in other fashions too. Like I remember I used to go to my um I used to watch my friend's older brother play D and D and I was like what just like I? just like in the corner be like, This is cool <laughs> <laughs> Did but, you ever um, play? Yeah, I did. I, I, I participated in like a campaign or two. They always fell apart the ones that were participated in so whatever yeah dedicated group. yeah yeah but um but yeah no i th- i think that they're that those group of people are just very talented at improv and brendan lee mulligan the game master is just he's so quick and like all mm. the voices all his transitions they're so amazing and and if you haven't checked it out i really suggest you do I started watching it. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. I do. It like gets it. it gets better once you get past like the intros. Yeah, I just got past the intro. It was like oh, so hour. there's a few episodes yeah, yeah. of or an episode. Yeah, because you know they got to build this. The scene. characters yeah, have the characters. They have whole histories that have been yeah, exactly. catered around the campaign. I wonder if we would be good at playing D and D. I don't know. Hmm. I'm currently in a campaign. Get out! I know. I know how to break what it to you guys. That? I guess this is a good spot as any. Do you feel betrayed? Don't feel betrayed. A, a little bit, because you've never mentioned well, this Well, I wasn't sure if it was going to last. Like the, I like this secret part of Dan's life. Tell us about it, Dan. Fri- Tell on us Friday night. What, what are you uh, Friday night? Do you, you have a night? I am a dungeon. I'm, <laughs> I'm a... Wait, I'm, hold on. Hold on. A I'm a dwarf. <laughs> it's not a bit. It's real. I'm a, a rogue dwarf named Bangus You're- Big Toe. Bangus Big Toe. And I keep the second fight in a row now. I, I'm I'm not doing all the damage, but I keep getting the killing blow. Oh, good for you. And, and it keeps playing into the story. I I'm, I married a gnome because she was mm-hmm. so impressed. Because Well, you're a dwarf. Well, I'm a dwarf. Yeah, right. Height. But yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to last. My streamer friend, Koshka, throws it, and Annie's involved. And um. And you do this every Friday the night? The last couple Fridays. You do this every night with your son? <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, you know what? I've always been so not wanting to play d and I'm only sort Why? of getting, I don't know. I just never really. I think it takes a level of like, I mean. You have to be so into committing. it. You have to be into it. Into and it. that's why I think Dave's show is probably that good because they're really into it. They're using their improv skills. They're going mm-hmm. 
and you got to be into that part of it. Like you can't just I uh, I use my ball for, and then you know mm-hmm. roll your dice. Like he, that's no one's gonna be into that. So, but it's definitely like a little performative, and mm-hmm. it's fun. It is a little it's performative. A theater of the mind. Yeah, and then you also have to <laughs> air quotes. You have to be confident enough to think like if I say this cool thing, is it gonna sound dumb? Usually yeah. it does, but everyone's there to sound dumb, so it's okay. I just feel like it's like it's like the ultimate committing to a bit. It's like, mm-hmm. right, well, I am I am this Bengus big toe. <laughs> Check out my toe. I, I'm playing him like it's me. It's just it's me. Well, that's a that's a good way to start. You don't strike me as a Bengus. I big am. Toe. You should you should see me. I am quite the Bengus <laughs> big toe. I got this name by um, hitting the randomizer twice. I picked the nah. words I liked. First it was big toe, and then I got Bangus on the next roll. See now, I was like, this All is right. just perfect. If Dan ever starts playing hockey again and we get to go, we can yell out from the stands, Bangus Big they'll, Toe! And they'll all know. That's right. It's my nickname. Well They known. called me Bangus. They knew my D&D name. How? Uh, my, the totally joke positive. is that he's clumsy rogue. Mm-hmm. Makes you know? sense. Well, I'm not, I don't feel really betrayed. I do feel You, you know what it is? I wasn't <laughs> sure if it was going to stick. I was a little embarrassed. Why? I'm the worst. It's 2021 here. Come yeah. On. What is there being Go on. And Everyone's my, watching and, WandaVision. And that quickly fixes... <laughs> no. I, I never... I'm also... I feel like a little hypocritical. Because I've spent my life being like, I'm never going to play d and I have no, no imagination. Not, not into paper yeah. and pencil. Yeah. This is just Where like I when I told myself... Math, I gotta have hit points and I gotta use an eraser. I will never write a line of code in my life, high school Dan stated, and he meant it. Wow. And now my life... That didn't work out well for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I can't... I, that's why. So, that's the same... A little sheepish, but yeah, there. I've said it. I said I, it. I didn't. There. I coattailed well, on what's Dave. Annie, uh, class? Oh man, she's playing <laughs> a gnome. No, she's not the gnome I almost married. Um, she's playing a gnome, uh, a ranger with like druid-like okay. abilities, and druid-like um, abilities. her name is Alta, and she's scrappy. She's again. She's playing Annie, and I'm like, "This is great." Uh, now it's just the part of Annie that like wants to cause a ruckus for three mm-hmm. hours oh boy. straight. Uh, that's how, I, I can imagine that. I can imagine Wait, how Annie would be ready to go? throw down at any point in time. Probably. Oh, uh, you have. I've had these too? dice forever. So you have to like show your. Uh, no, they cam? trust us. But there's also like D and D Beyond, which if would you ever... would you yell? Would you lie, Mark? Would you roll? Yeah, a nat no, one and be like curious. nat twenty. I'm okay. You didn't even hesitate. <laughs> you didn't even hesitate to ask if I lied. Uh, either you don't trust me, or you're not trustworthy. I just didn't know what the if there was no, just a, you, a friendly. I'm sure, there's just honor rules. Involved. Well, there's if you really want to on D and D Beyond, not an ad. Uh, they have virtual dice rolling, and it shows you everything. This episode will the dice that'd be sick. To you by? That'd be sick. Honestly, I I would take that. That's cool. Come at us. D&D We've spoken about it. Dungeons and Dragons for a total of fifteen minutes on our podcast. To sponsor us. Well, let's not give them any more time, Dan. Besides, that's D&D, probably. I don't want to go too crazy. I've been trying to figure out what to play next. What did I beat? Resident Evil Three. Like two weeks I beat ago. Resident Evil Three, and then I beat it again. Again. Because I had to prove it to myself that I could do it again. I beat it two and a half hours, two second time. Nice. What was the ranking? Uh, B. Second time through. Respect. B was Respect. better than my, like, D. It was like a Q. <laughs> it was so bad the first time. Good game. I, I hate that Great it game. has a bad rap. I'm annoyed. It's just it's not as good as Stow. No. That's just what it was. It's, you it's can't compare not them. as good as They're not the same, like, eh. it's like. Now now it's like you're comparing children and you're saying which one's your favorite. Right. Yeah, too. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> Two, you've never disappointed me. <laughs> Two is verbatim what everybody wanted out of yeah. a newer... If Resident Evil was made today for the first time, that's what Two is. Well, I think it... it stop me if I'm wrong. Kind of goes back to like the backstory. Because Code Veronica was supposed to be Three. And Three was supposed to be kind of the spinoff title. But it ended up getting swapped. Three always had that vibe to it, where it's like this is just kind extraneous. of extraneous. It's extraneous. Yeah. It's extra credit. It's we're back in Raccoon City, and there's some craziness going on. And that's how it feels. Also, it's that's happening the at the same time as two. It is. It is. Some slightly before and slightly after. Right? No, yeah, but it doesn't yeah, make any sense right. because like Jill does things in the in the police, you know, department, it, and so so does Leon. Like, yeah. well, you same... get you get to the police department before, before Leon. they do. You get to yeah. the police department. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, before I only play as Leon in two. But um, you there's... unlock doors and Leon's not like, thank all God right. all these doors are open. Yeah. Carlos is all like, what's this weird door? Sorry, your party just it. got canceled. No, it's the overzealous janitor Carl. He's like, I gotta keep the doors locked. This is a police station. But then you Carl see... Carl is zombies. You see how Marvin gets hurt. And that's cool, I guess. Yes, I feel bad for I him. I do remember that. They work out well for him. No. It's your cousin. So you have to figure out the next Marvin game. Barry? Marvin the, Barry? One of the better parts of playing the game was our downstairs neighbor Michelle was watching me play. Mm. And a non-gamer's reaction to Resident Evil 3 like and i'm in the throes of the game she's like why are all these zombies here what's going on and then she sees a hunter it, it was the best Big that, answer to me. it was the, that was the and then the fish oh, the omega hunter or whatever gamma yes <laughs> what a weird design it's just imagine a fish with legs dave that's what they yeah. did they're like capcom was like we're doing it we're bringing like, you know fish. that you know that darwin symbol that people put on their cars <laughs> this fish is in the game it's an affront to that it's all amazing. the christians will run they're so it's, scared it was it was horrifying so yeah i guess i was thinking horizon i'm halfway through that you're halfway through it you gotta you gotta start it over again though that was like three years ago <sighs> then not? i'll start ghosts i don't know i feel like i'm ready ghosts for this. is so good they're but then I, guess, I haven't started spider-man yet you have a certain anime! I have a certain Spider Man. I gotta, I'm, I'm in limbo. I'm letting myself float right now. I gotta stop. I gotta pick Oh, yeah, up. you were supposed to play Spider Man and the Demon Souls. We discussed this. Right. Okay. Fair. I have homework. You have homework too. Mark controls which games we play. You. Let's go! <laughs> Keep on You track. will only feel joy on my. On my uh, Dave, my... you will finish Last of Us 2. <laughs> it's so good! It's so good! Well, it just Mark's... broke another record now. I forget. It got like a bunch of BAFTAs or something. <laughs> That's pretty BAFTA. I'm trying to make BAFTA, it a, trying to make it a thing. Oh, anyway, speaking of BAFTA, Mark, speaking of a bath, how many one. awards have you gotten lately? No, nothing. All right, so, but I did. I guess that's true. Did, I, guess that's true. I, I platinumed Little Nightmares too. Um, you did. I that. was thinking about it as a podcast game, but I texted you guys. I'm like, thoughts? And Dave's like, nah. <laughs> we, we were both very lukewarm about it. <laughs> I, Sorry. I, I really like that series. It's something. Did we play the first one for the podcast? We played it on a, a Let's Play. Yeah, we were doing oh, a Let's Play. We, we watched Mark did. play it. And I was like, there were yeah. these giant, like, gruesome people. And yeah, the like, second one is really kind of the same thing. It, it is, you're this little kid mono with a little bag on his head. And okay, you can change yeah. the hats, which is fun. Oh, uh, but you're in this kind of really... hat changing. I'm in now. Hat changing yeah, technology is a short There is one that's like a... With game. Davy Crockett hat. Is Does it really change one? the game? 
It, no, it, it, but it, you could get. Yeah, you could get like certain trophies by doing certain actions with certain hats on. It's like a collectible, basically. Uh, but it's the same thing. Like one, it's you're in this really kind of messed up world, and you're going from left to right, trying to figure out what's going on. And hey, I remember some rooms where you had to go right to left. You don't have to sell it short. I guess that's at true. least in the original. Well, in in this one, there are areas which are kind of like you have to go back and forth between areas and solve yeah. puzzles. Uh, monsters are terrifying. A lot of like. Ah, is it moments. a prequel or a sequel? Or a concurrent with the first? Ah, kind of a spoiler to okay. say that I think, <gasps> and it's a little no, so I'm just gonna refrain. But All there right. is a definitive answer to that. Okay. Interesting. Um, and the 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 problems I had with the first one were. There are certain, like, the controls are not, like, super smooth, so it's like, okay, I know I want to just grab this, and you can't do it for whatever reason. Um, and then there are, and this is kind of a mechanic, but, like, just the idea, it's like, you're going to die unless you know this thing is coming, so you have to, like, just die once just to know it. It's like, kind of a little shock moment. weird. Yeah, I mean, dip- I mean, the checkpoints are so generous, it's like, okay, it's not yeah. a big deal. But, so those things are still in this game, that there are certain control points where it's just, like, I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I just physically, it's not working the way it should be, mm-hmm. but it's not that big of a deal. Like I, I just really enticed by that world. It's so weird. It's so bizarre. And there's enough. It's got that Tim Burton thing going on. It's got the, yeah, the like disturbing kind of tilted reality. Childish weirdness. Childish weirdness. And there's enough in the levels and stuff that once you kind of see the whole story through and you like think back through it and kind of mm-hmm. like there is a really cool story things going on very atmospheric so i enjoyed it cool and then the other thing i want to bring up is i read uh another boss fight book on silent hill 2 ah. true story i've never played silent hill 2 have you played silent hill no i've never played a silent hill in my life well um yeah i've always been intrigued by this series. i think it's one of those well there's a lot of weird stuff Silent Hill. Yeah, and it's when it came out, it was like Silent Hill and Resident Evil, and I was a Resident Evil. Do I want to shoot at the zombies, or do I want to be scared half the time? And right. Since we're action boy bros, we're action boy bros. <laughs> shoot the and, zombies. Exactly, and I was, I was, I was like too yeah. intimidated by it. But then as I got older and hearing, it's like, oh, it's really psychological. None of this is actually, you know, it's all representations. Like that always sounded cool. Never played it. Not a really an easy way to play Silent Hill 2 on a PS4. It's mm-hmm. on PC, but apparently it's eh. So I actually, in preparation for the book, I watched an entire playthrough of Silent Hill 2 just so I would understand what the story was. And I guess it was one of my favorite ones I've read. Um, and I've kind of said it before, the boss fight books, they there's really no kind of this is what the book is. They're all no, kind of different. The yeah. authors all do their own things. Um, Mike Drucker, who wrote this one, he was pretty like, we're going to go through the game. And here's all like, here's a chapter on each character. Here's a chapter on Silent Hill. Here's a chapter on, uh, you know, just just all the various aspects of it. And it, it was really interesting, and it flowed really well. Never, I read it in like two settings. It was really really interesting. Looking back, it's just such a game, and it's funny too. It's like you know, sometimes when we think about like the classic Resident Evil, it's like it controls like butt because you know. Oh, it had to. It makes you feel that way. No, it controlled like butt because they didn't know how else to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it's funny because that's the way we kind of realistically think about it. It's like, well, when they switched, you know, when we got to Resident Evil 4 and the viewpoint, like, made everything different. But he put out a lot of great things just about the technology and, like, you know, the draw distance and hiding with the fog mm-hmm. and just the certain what kind of ways, like, the character interactions work. Like, it seems like limitations, but at the same time, like, 
there really is a lot of thought behind these things. Now, it might be one of those things that we're applying a thing to something that wasn't Yeah, but you got to think that they... I always love that conversation because you have to know that they're working within their means, they being developers at the time. Like, that's they, they were. Even today, that's still sort of a thing, even though there's... I mean, I guess VR is probably the best example of seeing that happen again. Like, mm. you know, VR is cool and all, but there's, there's some things about it that don't translate from traditional gaming that it's interesting to see how that comes together. I think my favorite example is when I went to a VR park. I was on like a magic carpet ride to really immerse me. They had me standing on a carpet. I had my goggles on, whatever. And they nice. were blowing a fan at me that was in conjunction with the game and or the experience. And I was like, that's creative thinking and that's to me like the same thing that had to happen in the 90s and prior with games like that you know yeah really changed things exactly and i i think like it's just it's an interesting little tentpole game and i'm glad i read it glad i watched that playthrough and now again as the rumors go I, who did you watch this network um it was like this the survival horror network so Is it, it was just no straight up yeah, no commentary. Playing. It wasn't even like a speed run too. So like the guy they who was playing going it or the girl, it. whoever, was like taking their time. The they player were like was rushing playing as if it was you just were on autopilot. Which is just kind of I it. sat I sat That's on cool. the stationary bike and I was just like I'm gonna watch this. Nice. Scale. That's cool. Yeah. So highly recommend. And um, there's a Resident Evil one in this latest season. I don't think I'm gonna read it though because there is a, a, a book that I uh, kickstarted. Uh, called Itchy Tasty. I'm really excited uh, to read it. It's coming out in April. So I'll get Itchy you that Tasty? Yeah, itchy. I was like, I gotta support this book. It's called yeah, Itchy Tasty. Oh, there it is. So I that, have it. Did, I own it. You have I it. just gotta finish Metal Gear and then I'm moving on. You let me know how that one is. I will. It's, it's about it's about the same length. Who's the... Uh, Philip J. Reed. But yeah. listen, you're not reading Boss Fight. You gotta read Boss, boss Fight. Boss Fight? So, yeah, like... It's so good. You know, Boss Fight, reach out, man. We would love to talk about Boss Fight books all the time. Oh, Imagine we start really... talking about books... Well, we're it's kind on of the, a good game on the game club book club Well, fun. we're not a book club; we're a game club. So let's transition to main topic. Good evening, listeners. This is your captain speaking. We are approaching the main topic. Please note that the spoiler light has been turned on. I repeat, spoilers incoming. Thank you. We played the downwell. We the did. downwell. We fell down a well. Damn. Uh, you're not falling. You're descending with purpose mm. in Downwell. Not falling to... with style. He went uh, down on purpose. That's true. true. He, you it make the decision every time. So Downwell is a curious game. It's a strange thing to say about your own game. About a young person venturing down a well in search of untold treasures with only his gun boots to protect him. It's kind of funny because the character started without any pronouns and then... I, I would like to pronoun this downwell character, but whatever. Uh, recent reviews are positive. All reviews are overwhelmingly positive. This game came out in 2015. Pretty old. October 15th, 2015. Um, developed by Moppin. And published by published by Devolver Digital. Hey, you out there, you listening, Devolver? We love you. I'm sorry, I just <laughs> needed them to know. I'm talking to a lot of people today. <laughs> Apparently. So anyway, uh, this popular user-defined tags for this product are action roguelike, 2D, indie, and one two-word tag. 
two and word it, tag. And it, it alliterates. Um, I'm actually going to give you a chance to actually. It alliterates. Uh, alliterates. Radio Bart. Radio Bart. That's definitely that's the two. episode of The Simpsons where he, where Bart falls down the well. That's funny. Oh, oh yeah. That they read like a song about him down there. Well, that's the episode with Sting. Sting helps him get out. Nice. Obviously. Oh. Uh, they may sing "We Are the World" in that episode. I think yeah, it's possible. I want to go with um, Jumpin' Jehoosafits. Nope. Well, close. Uh, uh, bullet boots. Precision platformer. Thank you, Dave, for uh, alliterating. For giving you an alliterative one. Thank you for going back and doing that. I do appreciate the effort you oh, put good. in. But yeah, precision platformer, which I think is pretty good. I can't imagine how many games. Oh wait, precision platforming. That's like Celeste. But anyway. Game's two ninety nine. If you haven't played it, it's on everything. Um, but Dave, I have once again all of that <clears throat> was I wrote read from a script that someone else wrote. I am a fraud. Please save my honor. Oh, Downwell is a game where you jump down a seemingly bottomless well with nothing but your imperviousness to fall damage and bullet boots to save you. This is a game where you with a simple concept but it's difficult in practice fall left and right and quickly diagnose your situation can you land on what's beneath you or do you need to move or shoot your way through rated h for help i'm falling down a well <laughs> help but like we said before not falling not falling purposefully <laughs> descending taking yes. the dive well you kind of mentioned that kind of simpleness well. to it yeah so I wanted to kind of start there with this because this is very much not a narrative driven game, although there is a story beat to it. Um, it reminded me back in the day when I was a young whippersnapper. A young, mm-hmm. I used to play a game with my sister called Othello. Have you ever heard of Othello? Like, I know. I know. The white and Dave kicks my buttons game. We've played yes? it a couple of times. There was a time when Dave and I played like fifty one plus one clubhouse games or something. Oh, I remember that. And story. Dave was yes. like, "Let's play all these games." I was like, "All right." And then <laughs> I mean, I had fun, but I lost a lot. And Othello was one of the games we played. So that's one of the games I can see Dave being just like sneaky good at. Well, like, it's no sneaky. There's no sneaky. There's no. Oh no, he was well, good at it. <laughs> I bring up Othello because I always remember the box that said "easy to learn," like impossible. Difficult to, master, to ma- oh, impossible. Or or no, it's it just Difficult. easy to learn. Uh, takes a lifetime to master. Or or like that, that. I think that one is. That it. sounds. That sounds like it. Yeah. Man, this is kind of what I thought about this game. Very very basic controls. You move left. Yeah. You move right. You shoot. That's mm-hmm. all there really is in terms of your inputs. Yeah. But as you start playing and you keep going through runs, there is so much complexity about yeah. what you can do, how you do it. So I want to kind of just start there. How did that experience go of you kind of learning the mechanics? Did you, because the, through the whole thing, this game is bonkers hard, I feel. Very yes. difficult. It's I difficult. It's it's difficult. There's no way around it. There's no yeah. uh, There's no gotcha here. It's just difficult. So did you feel, though, that as you started kind of learning the systems, that there was kind of strategies, there were things kind of implemented that really gave you or was able to teach you how to start mastering it? Or did you always feel that basically it's just, uh, at the end of the day, I'm just falling? Like, did they, do they ever explicitly tell you, or also, when did you realize that if you kill... Um, an enemy by landing on their heads that you get your ammo back. I, it's just one of the things you kind of have to figure out. Like it took me actually a few things because initially it's shoot, avoid, 
But then I, I realized after a couple of runs, I'm like, oh, I get my ammo back if I land on this guy. But I can't land on all of them. Yeah, you got you to quickly, quickly detect, is that guy kind of spiky? <laughs> well, to kind of go into, like, the color palette, I thought that was one of the guys, you know, I forget. Um, I watched a YouTube video that kind of did a great job outlining this. It was, like, Game Designers Toolkit or something like oh, that. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a great channel. Yeah, really, really Game smart stuff. Game Designers Toolkit. Tool and tool, tool so I, I saw he had a video on Downwells. I was like, I wonder what he said. And he did a great point of kind of building that everything has, like, multiple purposes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the color scheme, in that case, where it's kind of, because you're going so quickly, you can instantly tell in colors, okay, these are things I can hit. These are things I can hit. That is if you keep it default, I will say. Yeah. It gets and a little harder to tell. I did yeah. not detect this. Ah. I did not he, detect a difference in the color presentation to know that oh. that's a soft thing and that's a spiky thing when it ah. was red that was it you stay away when it from was that. solid red it was spiky right? red at all if it was red yeah you if, if it was like it. a so- it was a solid color that's solid because the they're are only enemies are red no they're white they're all some red. are white some no, are all, some are white it depends white. on the color scheme you choose <laughs> the ones that are yes, yes. Red, that's what i'm you saying can choose so if, a palette if but, so i guess yeah. talking in terms of the base color palette I don't, did okay. you change immediately and stick to? Yeah, what? I like the blue. Ah, I like the green. This makes the conversation <laughs> different. This goes. This is a real life application of that conversation we have about my blue is your red. Now it literally <laughs> is. There it is. So, uh, in the base color theme, enemies are white. You can jump on them. If they're red, you stay away from them. And if it's black, it's the background. Yeah. Um, well, the enemies have a slight color tinge to them. So, like in the and like that's why. And when you think of like a design standpoint, that first cavern area is really filled with those kind of floaty bubble ghouly things. Yeah, the bubbly guys. Because it's trying to teach you. Yeah, it's like it's trying to teach you like these are the easy ones to hit. And like that's to hopefully kind of give you the experience. Oh, this is an easy way to kind of do it. And Mm -hmm. another thing on that topic though that I figured out really late is the combo system, which again, they Mm -hmm. don't really tell you. Where you want to be hitting and killing these enemies before you land because if because you if you get... touch the ground then you lose your combo right right yes, and if you yes. get eight to fourteen hits you get a hundred gems fifteen to twenty four a hundred gems and a charge over twenty five a hundred gems a charge and a health back so after twenty five there's really no point to keep it going except like you just just see how far you can go you're just because awesome, like... you're just that awesome. Yeah, I know. Not that I would know anything about it. Well, that, you get but... a lot of gems, right? You need the you get gem multipliers with your charge, with your Yeah, like once you but like once you get over twenty five there's really no oh, never mind. I mean like you're keeping your and like that's another thing, getting gems. You would think of it as a currency. It's like, okay, so this is just this is how I spend money. Mm-hmm. But then there's this gem high thing. It's like, well what is gem high? Well you notice your bullets are actually like stronger and like bigger when you have gem yeah. high. So it's I thought it was and the video did a really good idea. It's kind of just all these little things. Like there's one thing to it, but each of those serves several mm-hmm. different purposes. And, but I, I guess overall though, like as I was playing, I kind of understood what I should be doing, mm. but it was really hard. It's difficult. Yeah. This game speaks to you in a lot of languages all at once. You know what I mean? It shows you what colors to look out for only after you encounter the color that you shouldn't touch and um you know tells you how to reload by doing everything is by doing and Mm -hmm. it it throws it all at you and you know it's a roguelike in the sense that you are expected to play it over and over and over and over until you finally master it and hopefully even after you master it 
there's so many variables in play that will stop you from succeeding. <laughs> so. I, I but I must say though, like as random as it feels, there there is a kind of sense of. I never really thought it was like okay, this is impossible. What to do? I didn't feel that I, way either. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it really came to the biggest switch in my mind. Kind of came with as I kind of learned how to play. Once I really realize that the most efficient way to kill enemies is to jump on them not to shoot them i'm obviously the ones you have to shoot but then shooting yeah. suddenly became a method of slowing me down as opposed to yeah it gives to, you a second to think i would say yeah to kind of go through all those things and then it's, it's literally like shooting to pause hitting enemy hitting enemy mm -hmm. shooting to pause clear out obstacles and to reposition to yourself too yeah. and there's other things we can touch on later about why shooting is important but what do you think dave what I was going to say is, like, this is where, like, we, we, at least Mark and I both took the Bartle test this morning. Oh, that's true. Oh, right? I have a screenshot. And we're both explorers in which we, like, really like to get into, um, like, game mechanics and, like, nooks and crannies, whatever. This, that, and me, the other. me as well. This, I feel like there's mm. nothing to explore. Yeah, I, this is really, like... You, like, within, like, the first two or three sessions, you, you already know what the whole game is. Uh, the challenges uh, that you little... get to the challenges that you get to later on yeah, are I'm change sure things it... up pretty quickly. But here was my thing: I never felt like this is a game that I want to get good at. Yes, mm. I I hear where you're coming from with that because the futility Which, runs high. Yeah, in this because like, I I I don't know if I'm a fan of like twitchy roguelikes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is, this is, I can already see how long it would take me to build this skill curve. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I have no interest in devoting this kind of time. Well, and that's the kind of a bigger thing is, you know, we kind of get to the, our experiences with it. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt very similar to that idea because, and you know, I mean, especially when we come to roguelikes, it's like, well, mm -hmm. what am I getting when I think where we used to do like good use of roguelike badly? Okay. Like, you know, what am I getting out of each run that's then going to, you know, change my experience with the other runs? You do unlock things. You do unlock the other pallets. There the are different... No arms and stuff. Yeah, like the different arms. play styles, which... Um, I wouldn't <laughs> no, say they just... dramatically changed the gameplay. There they, was they one... tweak it was like... just a bit, but I feel like the levitation one was the most useful. Is that... Yeah, that one I thought was just made it slightly easier because yeah. your default speed of falling just slightly slower, which yeah. I thought it was helped. I actually that, also that played um, for sure. it was Twirly Arms a lot, which that was, was the one I was using. Yeah, the one that there's less shops and there's just more of the pickups. Um, but it really, at the end of the day, it's you're playing the experience to get better at it, and I kind of felt very similar to you, Dave, where. Once I finally kind of got it, I was like, okay, I got mm -hmm. it. And then I would play, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I don't mm -hmm. know if I really want Because, you know, even thinking of like something like a, like a, like a Soulsborne or something like that, where you are grinding against something, you are getting experience to get the experience of playing the game, but you're also building up your stats. You're trying to Yeah, you're making your character better with what you have accomplished. Yeah. You can, and, you can infuse your souls and get right. stronger or whatever. Yeah, but you're and the character you get, who gets experience. And... You get the character, but then you also get the payoff of, I beat this boss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get the screen and the thing pops up and you see your numbers fly up. There's no... 
real uh, moment in this. Like, you can get farther, which makes it more tense, but you die, you die, and that's it. It's it's very stressful, but the gratification only will happen at the end when you're when you get to the last stage i got as far as three you know what three, i mean three, three out of four three one three one did okay. you get to three two i did get to three two you got to three two you just had to one up me literally <laughs> i remember um, just gonna three i was like i gotta get at least man oh you did you literally <laughs> see that's funny because like me getting far inspired you so that to me tells me there is like that level of oh mm-hmm. okay well if that person got you know what's actually X funny level. now that i'm talking this that was a question on the bartle test about and like you, and you, you lied about it i <laughs> now like, realized i mean i don't think i generally do that but i do remember this you're competitive let's we'll see let's see if i can you're, get a little farther. you're a trophy <laughs> you're an achiever and yeah a killer, but it's not I would for say. the like i don't know i guess this goes like high i think in terms of competitiveness i don't necessarily like going besides like overwatch which is a whole other thing but like us three playing against each other, I think I would be more fun to like on. You're my more own competitive time. when it comes to like a high score. Yeah, yes. well, so I remember the there three was of a us time playing against each other where um, we had some wrestling game, and there was a mode where it was just like how many eliminations <gasps> you can get yes! in like uh, five Smackdown? minutes or something like that. And it was a, it was a SmackDown game. Yeah, it was like how many eliminations could you get? Oh, and, we went and like five, and we went back and forth like just, just like. like like we ended up like fifty like, or something. Yeah, <laughs> what a I like I like changed my it. I changed my custom characters specials to ones that had faster animations to be like yeah, yeah, I need to be able that. to beat him. Gotta do it, <laughs> bam. But that is an interesting note. You got more inspired a, to do better after you learned that I did slightly. I'm not saying you wanted to one up me per se, but you're saying oh Dan got this far. That means that somebody of my possible skill level could get this far which is i i'm not i think that's great because that to me tells me that there is something but i mean still at the end of the day did i feel like oh i got the three two i'd be like oh, ah, i couldn't get damn. farther than that okay. and Mar- mark is now gonna st- start a D campaign and be a dwarf who's one inch taller than you Bang- <laughs> like <laughs> banger toes slams his thumb let's do name your dwarf well, so let's kind of get a little to just in terms of, so we mentioned different play styles. You get different weapons, which I thought was cool because so yeah. you can get health with your pickups mm-hmm. or you can get more charge. So you're really kind of encouraged not to stick with one yeah, weapon. I like the little like contra weapon change. Yeah. You it was there a weapon weapons. you guys were more like, ah, that's the one. I like this one. The puncher? The puncher I like good. the puncher a puncher lot. Puncher was yeah. good. The machine, oh no, nappy. Noppy. Noppy. Noppy yeah. was good. Noppy was I, awesome. You know, Noppy was like... Was that the one that you can kind of aim a little? Diagonal. Yeah. yeah like you, it, it's always shooting at a 45 degree angle facing the direction you are. Mm, and downwards. I like the bounce like because that. that was one that I thought Sorry. actually was really helpful in keeping me up. Mm-hmm. And then I would kind of just go across. and then I Because could you're covering more ground, home. therefore yeah. pushing against more things. Um, laser was cool. Laser was I used laser more than I. It was such a brute force weapon. <laughs> it was a bad. It's a bad weapon for the game, but mm. I liked it. I was like, "Yep, mm. that's gonna kill that big red eyeball, or sorry, blue eyeball or green." Yeah. I watched a playthrough of somebody beating this game, 
And then they, must look they got in the room with the laser power up several times, and they were just like, "Nope, not taking." They just got rid they, of they it. Just, yeah. yeah, they just no, they just wouldn't pick it up. They were just got like, it. "No, this is a waste." <laughs> yeah, because wow. I think if your real your real strategy of using that as the pause to kind of keep yourself up and then clear out obstacles, the laser's not going to. I you know I never thought of using the gun boots as. Apply. I get how that works, but I never thought, oh, man, I can't wait to make sure that I stay up more with the gun boots. It was more about, like, Killing. my panic button. Yeah. They were my panic button. They were like, ah, oh, something's below me. And I, I can't land it. on that. Uh. Right. Yes, exactly that reaction. That is, And that's why laser works for me sometimes, because mm-hmm. it's, you might realize that above something that has more HP. And then it, it ain't going to be can, there if you're above right. it with the laser. But if yeah. you hit it with the laser, it's gone. So that's. I think that's why I... Maybe it's an amateur choice, but maybe maybe I'm on to something. Who knows? Maybe. But, well, but. besides that, then you also have the power-ups you can get after the mm. levels. Kind of, And that kind of reminded me of, like, Nuclear Throne and those things. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, kind of a this game is very just... much like the same neurons as Nuclear Throne. It feels yeah. like it fires the same stuff in the brain. A little yeah, bit. it's like, how do we... Well, let's recreate Nuclear Throne, but make it a platformer. But upsy-downsies. Do upsy-downsies, <laughs> which is interesting. Because I think... No, really just downsies. <laughs> well, before we kind of get forget things, the upsies, only like the downsies. The different upgrades, but there are certain ones you're like, oh, I love that one. That was one I always gonna go to. I had the ones that I kind of wrote down. Um, again, things that kind of stalled me a little bit. So blast molecule, heart balloon was. I was like, heart oh, balloon was I... good. That added like a heart, right? Or a hit. Like, I wasn't cut... good at. Th- I wasn't good at this game, but I always chose things that were like. HP explodes enemies. Oh, yeah. like create there, destruction. There was yeah. one blow, power up, and I'll just keep talking over you, Mark. Um, where, where you shoot blocks and they would shoot up. Yes, that was to me. If oh, I yeah, got yeah. that power up, I had a chance at beating the game. That was how yeah, I felt. But that was a super because useful it one. caused the havoc that always killed me, but for the enemy. I was like, yes, yeah. you deserve this. And actually, I'm glad yeah. you brought up the havoc of it, because the one thing that kind of annoyed me, and I, I thought for the most part, the color palette works where it is so simple looking and the mm. things that you really do need to see do pop out of you. But the one that I was annoying me, drone, which I thought was a pretty useful power up. But I've always noticed when I use drone, I lost track of where I was mm. because it's it kind of gliding around is another white thing. And I almost wonder if how the game would feel differently if your player was a different color. So you like, were like also completely, standing up. Completely different. I don't even know necessarily completely, but if you were also that primary color. More, so if more, ever, Do you think that's part of the challenge? I, I mean, I, I just thought that was a tricky It's got to be a mindful decision. You know what I mean? They I had think so to too. have decided that. You already have a little bit of a blur. Like that, I think, they. I bet you there was more, and they were like, no, the blur. I just noticed always when I had drone, I actually... Oh, it always seemed like such a useful thing, but then once the drone and you're shooting it's stuff so and funny that it flying around, like that. I could I, I didn't know where I was. And for a game as the controls are pretty responsive, oh, yeah. Yeah. but it is very precise. So once I kind of lost track of where I was, especially when you get to the like past the cavern, I was like, oh, the catacombs is you have to be a, it. on it. This once this game also kind of reminded me of like the things that I don't li- didn't like about cyanara wild hearts Ooh. it's just like things are coming fast and you have to make these decisions quickly and i'm just like be perfect right away it didn't even have the banging soundtrack that sound we can't get into it right now <laughs> i had this conversation again with somebody else they were like you didn't like that game i'm like no i didn't like 
Dave's, I, I respect his opinion very much. I have that album on my phone. Sometimes it pops up on That's my fine. I bet you maybe, maybe outside of the context of the game, the music might have been better. No, I actually think the opposite, that outside of the context well, of the music. Well, this is not the Sayonara Wild Hearts <laughs> podcast. But no, that was, was a previous episode. It sounds like our opinions have all stayed the same since we last talked about well, it. Love that game. But now, I, as we so well, first, let's, of course, did you guys all see the ending? What, what was built? Yeah, so like, go ahead. We already did the spoiler. Wall, right? Cat. So, kitty well, cat got, on the bottom. That's cat. it. He's looking for his cat. First, well, looking for his cat. First, oh, it doesn't make any sense. How did that cat get below that creature? Maybe the cat Kid, is the creature. Kids looking for his <gasps> cat. Kids looking <gasps> for his cat. That's that, that's the game. That's, I mean, that cat fell, fell pretty far. Is the cat okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah the cat's fine. Okay, so if you go back up. <laughs> cat's good. <laughs> yeah, kids looking for his cat. Finds his cat. Down yeah. wall. Don't How long does a playthrough take? Uh, like, I most of my playthroughs, I three or four minutes. Yeah. How long so, did it take for that person to beat it? I think the one minutes? I saw was like nine or ten. Funny. Yeah, but it's not that long. Video, I could have sworn the video I watched was like twenty-one minutes, and it was a no. f- and that guy full comboed. He, he just full went through. He just like tore through yeah. the game. He just he comboed all the way to the boss. Oh wow, that's impressive. See, yeah. we're over here like, hey, 3-1. And this guy's like, like, I never maybe. got hit. <laughs> Great. No, he got hit. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't end the combo because he didn't land on anything. Oh, yeah. that's fun. I didn't yeah, it's all about was... landing. And I thought that was another little interesting mechanic with the health. So, you know, you can get health back, but if you overcharge, that can be a way to get more health points. Um, and I, I thought, speaking of, like, the world, so the caves I spent way like my entire time five six hours playing this game in those caves catacombs were tricky the third board with the oxygen i was like i don't need this to brand give me new, anxiety it's a brand new mechanic when you get to level three Horrible. Yeah, i never reached three so tell me what happens at three before the just, cat rescue <laughs> which also implies that the cat also went through the water yeah, how, that, how is your water? So Maybe the cat like, went like down safe. another drain that was like a one-stop shop. It's just Maybe like a bubble, pipe. you know. The pipes. Mm-hmm. You can get you can get you can get water stuck in a straw, like if there's air under and b- above it. Well, below it is limbo where things are floating. So I guess maybe that was floating <laughs> up the thing. But with the the oxygen, it's not that big of a deal. But it is one thing. It's like you can't take your sweet sweet time going through areas where you have to get to these different bubbles to kind of keep yeah. yourself with oxygen. So, yeah, there really isn't a lot to this game. It is, like Dave said, kind of really twitchy, kind of impulsy. Mm-hmm. You're meant to just kind of run it over and over again. The odds, the way it changes, changes it, but it's not dramatically different. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still going to be the same enemy types in these places. Yeah, like... and it is random, but at the same time, it it's not dramatically different where you're going to really notice, oh, yeah. this is way different than the other thing. So, to kind of put it into perspective, so some other games that we've played for the podcast that I think kind of fall into a similar vein. We mentioned nuclear throne, mm-hmm. um, crypt of the necro dancer. I wrote enter the gungeon and Flint hook. I think kind of fit this kind of twitch. Yeah. Randomness thing. I, I mean, there's so many things about the other games that you mentioned that give you Flint hook is a little bit more adventure. Yeah. It is like, a little bit more adventure. But I see what you're saying in the sense that there is the twitchiness and the roguelikeness together. Yeah. But, but, to that it's point, 2D. like compared to, I think nuclear, nuclear throne, nuclear throne is Mithra the most, <laughs> is the most one-to-one comparison. 
Yeah, I think so. So that, that to me, that's the first game I thought of when I started this up. I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're here again. Mm. We're doing we're doing the in-between levels upgrades, and I'm probably going to die soon game, which I played a lot of Nuclear Throne as well. So, so would you, but would say, like, so right now it's uh, the date we're recording this. You're going to play Nuclear Throne, you're going to play Downwell, which one are you going to play? Nuclear Throne. Interesting. Why? Art is why. Art. I don't dislike the art of Downwell. I just liked the art of Nuclear Throne that much. Um, but, you know, I mean, I hate saying things like this because it's very, you know, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Um, because Downwell is way quicker than Nuclear Throne to pick up. It's it's also, it's also very cleverly designed to work on mobile phones. I think it was um, originally designed for It's a mobile, mobile game. game. It's so yeah. cheap. It's so it's so cheap. In, in Do you the know there's a affordable. just real quick, you know there's a mode that you can actually go right to left? What? Yeah. Like, that changes like, everything. Like sideways. That makes it a shoot 'em up. Yeah. You can go sideways. You still fall, but it's just basically it's tilted. It it's makes you like, that makes it a shoot 'em up. Those, yeah, basically. That's but weird. You can't stop. Anyway. You can't stop going right. Well, because it's the same yeah. thing, except it's just tilted. But that's anyway. how I feel, though. I feel like uh, I would play Nuclear Throne because, like, if I'm sitting down to play a game, that's fine. But, Does like, it use mo- your whole TV, game's... then? If it's going right to left, or left to right, whatever it is. Right to left. If it's moving right to left, and your TV is that aspect ratio it doesn't need the pillar boxes does it use your whole tv yes it does okay that's what i was asking yeah right to left right to left i mean i didn't personally do it but i the playthrough i I watched they did it it's weird because the does the gravity still work to the right it's the exact same speed it's just it's going right to left i'm saying the gravity works to the the, right so when you want to go gravity would work to the left if you're moving right to left that gravity. The gravity source is on the left, and you're going towards it. Yes. Either way. <laughs> I don't know. I just, either I way. I decide the game. I'm just telling you what it's saw. Either way, that's bizarre <laughs> and weird. Uh, I kind of want to try it. I, uh, but at the same time, I felt like I got... I got, that was that felt like a huge switch in my brain. I was like, I it's was like, definitely weird. With that. It's called Downwell. Also, his legs I mean... would be that way. It's not like he's pitched that way, hitting walls. He would... Okay. It's yeah. a bit of a brain breaker. I see that. I, happening. I no, I'm not having trouble with thinking about it. It's weird. But Dave, would you feel the same way if you had to play Nuclear Throne or this? Where would you go? I would never play Downwell again. Oh, okay. Like, okay. like this is not a game I'm interested in at all. Not I'm sorry, the, people. The, I'm like, the, it's obviously it's popular. People love Downwell. People have mastered it. People love it. I am not one of those people. There's, That's okay. You think ultimately it was just you're not getting anything out of the yeah. There's the not like of it. I don't. You don't think it's fun? No. Mm. See, I I can say it's fun objectively. I don't feel like I maybe maybe it's a sound effects thing. Maybe like the the poop 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 like is not rewarding enough when you actually blow up an enemy. Like I don't know mm. what it is. It's first off, it's not aesthetically pleasing to look at. You know, the soundtrack is not that great, and then. Also, I'm not innately good at it, so, and I don't want to develop the skills to be good at it. Yeah. So all these boxes, none of them are checked. There's, yeah. there's so many <laughs> barriers if you're not willing to invest in yeah. the actual skill that's required. There's no way yeah. around it. There's no way yeah. around it. Like in Hades, you, you can kind of stink at Hades and get through it and have a great time with it. Like you can, you know, there's ways to get around the difficulty. There's ways to improve Zagreus. And I 
can see that's like the stark opposite of Downwell, where it's just like, get good. And it's like, all right. And then that's not fun sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to kind of put my, my spin on it, I kind of felt the same way. I think the the nice things about Downwell are, is that pick up and play mentality. It is. Yeah, super that's. Quick, super yes. If you it's have like 30 seconds or something, you can get something. A Tiger good. Electronics game. Almost, isn't it? Like, just, it's literally so instantly able to pick up and play. And I think for always, it's always hard kind of for us because, we, you know, one of the ways we kind of sometimes wrap up our conversations like comparing it to other games because we have all these options. Yeah. And which ones are we're going to gravitate towards? I feel like Downwell, in terms of what it was designed to be, it like, does what it Like what it, waiting what it in a doctor's office? Maybe that's okay. an okay time to play Downwell? Oh my uh, god, that would be a great time. This to play game, <laughs> I once I started it, I was like, oh, somebody wanted to make an arcade game mm-hmm. that would take all your quarters. Um, because that's <laughs> Downwell. You know what I mean? Like, this is that game. You, you don't, you know, you get good at it by playing and you die quick. And, you know... At home, of course, it's a different environment. Like, if we were at the arcade and we're, you know, in the throes of our teen years in 1980X, um, I could see us rotating and watching each other play, sharing that one cabinet for, like, you know, an hour less. And that's this game. And that's what they set out to make. And I feel like they succeeded in that. Um, However, when it comes to... Sometimes I lost or my run ended and I was like, I have no desire to get my heart rate down and and go through that yeah, again through it, it, it is crushing when you get far you're like oh, i bet i got yeah. so far and it didn't even matter but yeah exactly i think i made it to like two three that was like as far as i got yeah and that's that's to me when i was like well i guess i'm just gonna go play destiny now because yeah, i'm like uh, let me get something that i feel like i've made progress yeah as opposed to yeah and to kind of put my final step on to echo the same thing it's like i could objectively view that this was the design the way it is really well designed it's super responsive to play super easy to pick up and play everything that this game was designed to do it does however as what i'm looking for in terms of my interests and i'm dave i'm glad you brought up the kind of like the feedback because that that is another thing i also feel is lacking and i remember i think it was the other podcast two ago we were talking about destruction all-stars and that was the one thing I noticed. Like, I'm not getting that visceral crunch from hitting a car. I'm not getting the feedback. Overwatch, you get that kill. You get the bop, the little sound. I remember especially... That yeah. noise is so... I wonder how long it took for them to come mm. up with that oh, as I'm the sure death noise in Overwatch. Because there's stuff like that in Destiny as well. And I'm like, there's totally more going on than I've ever... And I've played the game for years. Like, there's yeah. so many notes it's kinda, and things. It's kind of... It's, it's kind of crazy how the the steps that they take to make sure that it's like addicting. It's I, for you to it keep reminds me. Back and keep I playing. literally until the day I die, I will remember what it sounds like to get a kill in Killzone Jeez. multiplayer. That just chirps it. Killzone. I, in Killzone, I loved Killzone's multiplayer. I will always have that sound in my head, and I just remember it. And it felt good to get it. Yeah. Um, the trophy popping sound is a thing. It's like ah, got it. This game doesn't have any of that, and ultimately i i kind of felt the same way like you know it is quick you know most of my runs were four or five minutes long it's not that big of a time commitment but then once i died same thing like you dan it's just like well the emotional commitment you know you get the bar that's kind of yeah. rising up but you get like points for every run but what are you ultimately unlocking nothing that's going to meaningfully right. change the next run 
supposed right. to like it's it's like. only things that exist to make the monotony uh kind of get covered to, up to give you some spice of life some yeah. some variety yeah because eventually you unlock all the poses then you're kind of done with features you know yeah it's, and it's just it's just about getting good at that point and if you don't right. have the if, if you don't have the drive to just improve your skill at this one thing, there's really not anything else yeah. to drive you to keep doing this over and over again. Down the well, up. maybe if you saw the cat, you know, like, I gotta see oh. the cat. See, and that's so sure funny. Like, it's like, they the, don't, they don't, like, hint, like, this is what you're after. It's not no, like Dragon's Day or, like, Save Princess Daphne. And, and you know just I mean? to kind of bring up Nuclear Throne one more time, that was a thing for me. I was like, I want to see this throne. I want to see it. <laughs> right. Literally, you are the ruler of the wasteland if you win this game. Yeah, that's cool. But that's cool. That's that was goal. at least a, somewhat of a motivation for me. Yeah. But you, for this... Like, there's no president telling you that are you bad enough. <coughs> like, you know, I'm not a bad enough dude Are you this. bad enough dude? But, so yeah, Downwell. Uh, not for us. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, was, I'll play it again. I'm going to say it. Dan is going to play it despite us. I'm going to get through three. No, I'm going to get through three. He's going to 3-3 three, three to, to win this mark. He's it. I'm going to see if I can trick you into beating it. Well, what you have to see if you could trick me doing is winning the Trivial Tastemaker tonight. <gasps> Greetings, stranger. What are you buying? I'll take some shotgun shells, a green herb, and can I sell you this gate key? Ah, I'll buy that at a high price. What's that over there? Uh, well, don't worry about that. No, what is it? I might need it to defeat Umbrella. That? Oh, uh, that's just a trivial tastemaker. Current scoreboard of trivial tastemaker. Mark, uh, two big two big boys. I can't oh believe you. Oh my god, what is this? Who do you think you are? I, I want the other two. 120 plus episodes. And you take now as the time to... Well, for the record, we're up to what? Season 20? I have won one Silver Monkey. I love one. that I love that we came up with the six episode seasons and we have like, we're on our 20th. It's just so, we're it sounds it. like such a huge number. But <laughs> both of you of... are at the Zilch and mm. one the of you got a point I can't tonight. believe the this is the hubris. So I'm pulling it up now. I thought I had it open, but I didn't. I wanted to, you guys, you guys are all creative types. And you're like, oh, I'm going to take the theme of the game and I'm going to make a game out of the game. And I'm like, no, mm -hmm, Mark mm -hmm. has the things he likes and he likes to do them. So I'm bringing back a one we haven't played in a while, a hit among some listeners. We're bringing back Pokemon, a real animal. Oh, Ooh. very nice. Very basic. Very nice. Game. I will give you a factoid about a creature. And you must simply tell me, is it a Pokemon or an entry in the Pokédex? Or is this a fact about a real animal? You just totally ignore the accent over the E. You just, you go right through. What? Pokemon. Pokédex? Pokemon. 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 Pokemans. It's you and me. As my uncle form would say. You know it's our destiny. Oh, there you go. Well, Pokemon. we'll see whose destiny is to win tonight. So... Uh, you both can agree with each other. You can disagree, and I have a tiebreaker prepared. So mm -hmm. I have. Thanks nine. for giving Dave and I permission to agree with each other. Well, I'm just saying way. you're just so beeped Dan, in. Dan, I agree in. with you. I agree with you too, <laughs> bud. I agree with you. All right. So Me and Dave are in Concord right now. I have nine questions. We'll start with the first one. Nine questions. <clears throat> first, first one. This creature. Do you need me to keep score? No, I will keep score. Don't you worry. Okay. Dave, Dan. Line. You could put just you could just do D. Nope. That won't get no. confusing. <laughs> right, 
First E and N, the last letter. This creature (laughs) can revert back to its child state after becoming mature and therefore can live forever. Pokemon or real animal? Can revert back I'm to a child state. I'm gonna say it's a real animal. That's a real animal. Dave. Yeah. I'm gonna say Pokemon. Say Pokemon. Dan, you are correct. A what certain kind of breed of jellyfish this? called the Teropolis Dorney. Can I also do agree. It. I I I was like, what kind of animal can live forever? And but I was like, I don't know of a Pokemon that can do this. <laughs> That's kind of where I <laughs> it went. It just seems I was like, like a Pokemon. I'm pretty sure. That would be a legendary. And it I was, was like, "What is this? Like some like Manaphy can do this, and I just don't know." <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine they build that in where you can devolve a Pokemon. That'd be kind of cool. Kick. Like I know you can stop evolution. You always gotta go, go forward. Back. You can't go back. You can't go back. Well, apparently not by the means of this yeah, jellyfish. This isn't. This isn't Digimon. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, this is a real game. All right, Pokemon. Next one. This creature can emit ultrasonic waves from a protrusion on either side of its head. To probe pitch dark caves. Pokemon or real animal? Ultrasonic I'm waves. I'm gonna say it's Pokemon. Po- I'll go I'll go real animal. I'm gonna be wrong again. You are wrong again. Dan. Zubat. <laughs> that's a Zubat. No, it is a Gabite. I, don't I that said is. that's a Zubat, Mark. <laughs> no, if it was a Zubat, it would just be a bat. And then it would be both. <laughs> but this one has protrusions on the side of its head. Yeah, Zubat's bats got protrusions on his head. Apparently. Right. A little Dave, but that's not where the sound's coming from. That's right. This comes from its mouth. You're absolutely right. Well, I was a cat. Dan, two, Dave, play it time. Still have time to catch up. That's what Garchomp evolves into, right? That's Yes. Okay. Garchomp's dope. I don't even know what this is. I mean, is. the other way around. Okay. <laughs> Next yeah, one. Gar- Third. Yeah. This creature will jet seawater from its backside, curl it towards its target at a speed of 75 miles per hour. Pokemon. Um, this is Real a Pokemon. Life. Dan, do you agree or disagree? I'm, I'm agreeing with Dave. It's a Pokemon. You both seem very confident in this. We are. It, it is a Pokemon. Do we know the Pokemon? It's a Blastoise. No. What no, the it's, hey, it's, Mark? It's a. It's a Tentacruel. I don't know. A Sharpedo. It's a Sharpedo. There you go. Sharpedo from its back. Apparently. No. It jets seawater from its backside because it's like a torpedo. Backside. backside. Oh, I'm sorry. Backside. Ew. Yeah, it's shooting water out of its butt. It goes 75 miles an hour. Imagine. The... What a life. What a life to live. <laughs> what a life to live. <laughs> I really. It's so funny that I got right Pokemon up. on Pokemon that, that I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to pick right, later Pokemon, but I don't know how much you guys yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. all right. That helps. He's trying to stay away from the 150. Yeah, I got to stay too away. Obvious. You guys know this too much. Uh, this creature has nine brains and three hearts to allow its body parts to work independently. Dan Colonna. Nine brains and three hearts to work. Is it all the parts gonna, independently? Uh, real animal. Dave yeah, says I'm going to go with Dave on this one too. You are both correct. It is. It is an octopus. An octopus has nine brains, three hearts. Nine brains. Nine brains. Kind of looking in their arms. So that's why they could do that. 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 That's kind of moving the ball. Man, that's messed up. Octopi, man. They don't joke No wonder around. people have irrational fears of octopuses. <laughs> Octopi? Yeah. Right. Because they're ridiculous. I just want to talk a lot. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, you still have a two-point lead. I'm going to start making good. you go first now. So, Dave, 
So you can't ride Dave's coattails. I've been going first. I don't know. Oh, I can go first this one. <laughs> Just try to. I'm so discontent. Next right. one. This creature, can the light it emits is so bright that it can illuminate the sea surface from a depth of over three miles. Pokemon? Real animal. Eliminate the, the, illuminate the sea surface from a depth of see, three miles. The Pokemon that I'm thinking of is heavily inspired by a real animal that does something very similar. I'm going to just go ahead and say real animal. Real Pokemon. Animal. Dave is correct. Three miles, Dad. Are you crazy? You know lantern. lantern? It is a lantern. Good job, Dave. <laughs> it's one of my favorite Pokemon. Three miles. I have, that's, I have a lantern that I've transferred from 2003. He's in this switch. His name is He'll live forever lantern. like a jellyfish. Well, not like, yeah. This next one, this creature, stores berries inside its shell. And then to avoid attacks, it hides it beneath rocks and remains completely still. I really like the berries underneath the shell part. That's got my favorite. Pokemon, a real animal, stores berries in a shell and then hides under rocks to protect itself from predators. Can I say Pokemon? You can say Pokemon. whatever your heart desires. I just did it. Dave? Pokemon. Pokemon. You're both correct. It is a Pokemon. It's a shuckle. Good old shark. Oh, Shuckle's weird. Have you seen a picture of these Pokemon? I have not. What is this? Oh, like actually, I have. I just of a rock. Did it, did it like... Shuckle looks like like four worms. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. All right. I Dave, have a you're shirt. trailing by one. We got three okay. questions left. Wow. Here we go. Next one. I like this one. This one's good. This creature, the male versions of this creature, will give the females a pebble as a way to propose... Pokemon or real animal? Real animal. Real animal. I'm so confident in this. Yes, it is a real animal. It is a type of penguin. Again, two penguin. Mm. Did we not talk about this? I don't think we did. <laughs> I was startled. I was like, that's I've adorable. Rec I recently learned this. Oh, look at you learning the facts about animals. But where? <laughs> where is the real question? Maybe you were looking for... Do they know they penguins. use rocks to make nests penguins therefore the male penguin needs to prove that he can provide that's why he brings the. i Man, found this nice rock that's dope that's wrong that's right there <laughs> hey marie look <gasps> we can buy a house i can throw this rock. out the window <laughs> all right yeah. dan just stopped by one two left this next one uses a bubble net technique in order to catch their prey bubble net technique to catch their prey Pokemon or real animal? Bubble. Pokemon. Dave says Pokemon. I'm going to say real animal. Dan is correct. Dan's oh. right? Humpback whales will create, move up and down and use bubbles to then catch mm. things that they're going to eat. <sighs> Why don't they that just open their mouths? That makes it unreachable. Uh, that is unreachable. Dan, you have now clinched a point. Congratulations. Well... I got one we'll more, the, just for funs and gigs. Make the next one worth two, and then we can have a tiebreaker, because I know you love tiebreakers. I mean, that's up to you. <laughs> Is it? I thought you're you wanna... the trivial tastemaker this evening. How about this? If Dave gets it, and he guesses the animal, or Pokemon. That's actually... I, I, I accept those terms, and then accept you have to do the tiebreaker. So then Dave is the only one who's allowed to guess this one. What are you talking about? Well, because then you could just ride his coattails. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Let's do it. All right. Here it is. Dave. That's, uh, th- that sounds fun. A, <laughs> double, a double whammy. This creature will only eat when its head is upside down. Dan Colonna. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you if you're right on the first part. It will only eat if its head is upside down. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, the second part's going to be impossible. <laughs> yeah, it's an animal. It is an animal. You are correct. Can you tell me the animal? They'll eat. I mean, if you think of the animal. Is it a type of sloth? Uh, can I answer that, Dan? Yeah. No. Like if like I'll give you I'll give you the 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 like is it a mammal, bird, bacteria? Uh-huh. You give him like three more. It's a bird. It's a okay. bird. It's a well-known bird. It's a well-known bird, and it only eats if its head is upside down. And when you think of the bird, you can kind of see it. But I I like how I just thought, oh, it's this thing. But I'm like, that's not a bird. That's a bird. (laughs) Is this like, is it like an ostrich? Close. A flamingo. Okay. (sighs) All right. I I liked that. I I will have to say. It's fine. That's good. Right. Flamingos only eat upside down. Apparently, cool. their head has to be upside down. Yeah, their head. Obviously, they're not. Our like, cat can't you see it? Can't you see it in your brain? I can see it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Our cattle Dan. sometimes. Thank you, Mr. Pokemon. Pokemon. Uh, well, look. I mean. Oh boy. It was the bubble net that got me. So that's a real well. So you can yeah. say I'm a marine biologist. One might say you caught Dave in a bubble net. Man. Man. I want to throw a Pokeball, Dave. We didn't even talk about the new Pokemon game that's coming out. That could be for the next episode. But that's the I next episode. Uh, we have three games left on the docket. Yes. That's fast. Really? Yes. We have Tathless. We have Stories Untold. And there's one more that I'm not thinking about. What is the other game? Somebody? Somebody else on this podcast. Oh, it's Stories oh, yeah. Untold. It's Oliha. Oliha. And it's pathless. There we go. The machine will dictate to the next episode. It's uh, gonna be pathless. <gasps> Dan, did, did, did you start? No. I start this game. I will. I will. It's only ten hours, right? Uh, at the long. I was I was about to say like if you just beat it, it's probably less. But my as we know, my internal clock is not. Yeah, you're you're. I'll just start I, mean, it. I think I spent a lot of time in that game. You spent, well, yeah, that was, I, I looked it up. You spent, I think, 17 hours. Wow. Yeah, yeah. but well, he did everything. I did everything as well, and I did it in like 13 hours. Wow. See, this is Mark trying to one up me. Yeah. Me. I, he won't I let me have three one. Maybe I do do this more than often than I think. I'm gonna have he to won't let me have three one, and he won't let you have your 17 hours. There, I need you to keep tabs on me. If I try, give me the amount of one ups I try to pull. I wonder what was so different about like us our traveling. Like, oh, like the responses. You know what it is? Like, it took me a long time to figure out. Like, remember when I, I, I watched you play and I gave you all those notes? Like, this is what this means. Oh, you're talking pathless. I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah he's previewing the like, next specifically. Episode. I was like, this is what this means. This is what like I that those things took me a long time to figure out. I don't remember. What I was, you're maybe that helps. I don't know. Cut down your time a little. It is very open. But I yeah. think it's a very uh, worthwhile experience. Mm-hmm. So, Dan, do you I'm think excited. they've soaked it in more? Did they've soaken in more. 
Maybe he soaked it in. Maybe he stopped and did the little camera pan that you see in trailers. And after and he, he was, like, was oh. done, he had to like wring himself out and all his pathless yeah. juices fell out of Have his you, Yeah. <laughs> There's a visual for you list there, but you can share us your pathless juices and mm-hmm. maybe as you play the pathless, maybe. No, this is not good. It's fine. <laughs> it's, we're, we're here. But thanks for listening to the podcast. You can uh, leave us some ratings, some subscribings, tell your friends, tell your family. We're on all the places, the Spotify's. I was turned to my dad again. <laughs> the iTunes. You do become your dad. Rate us on Spotify. Yeah, you can reach us on stuff Twitter stuff. individually. What's on <laughs> Twitter? Oh, my gosh. What if we just had your dad record our outro? And just have that soundbite every time. I have to. It would see just be like, again. "Why are you asking me to do this?" Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks. So. I'll, I'll get a, I'll get a Peep Magro soundbite on here one of these days. That'd be hilarious. Hopefully, I get to see <laughs> him soon in COVID. I know. I feel the same way about my family. Believe it or not, Mark. You see what the Jets did this weekend. All right. Anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, reach out to us on Twitter at Dino underscore Machines. I'm at Magro Crag. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dano Mac. Thanks, listener. And we'll see you next time. Find the path to us in the path of the soul.